I'm so glad you've landed on my podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Gribble, and I'm here to help you, a school storyteller, find the best ways to celebrate your students and staff on social media. Let's dive in. Holy smokes, you have joined a big, big episode today. It is episode 100 of the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast. And guess what? This started when COVID started because this was my COVID project. I was trapped in my house after years of putting it off. I finally said, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And we're already to episode 100. It like flew, flew by. Um, And it's probably because I just feel like I'm talking to the coolest, smartest people around. um, And I get to do it every week. And so this is really awesome. It is also a big day because episode 100 happens to fall on my 44th birthday. Yes, it's my birthday today, March 7th, 1978. Uh, This little girl was born in in a small town in Wisconsin, which obviously you can tell in my voice. Um, So it's a big day for two reasons. Um, But the biggest is really that we made it to 100. And I couldn't have done it without you. I couldn't have done it with all of our awesome guests that we've had over uh, the last 100 episodes. Well, 99, because this is the 100th. Um, But I'm doing something special today, you guys. Um, What I am doing today is I am uh, ask, I have asked our listeners to share the best tips, tricks, things that have worked for their school and to share them. And um, it's, it's going to be a, like 10 quick things that you are going to be able to take action on. And I just can't wait uh, for you to listen to that. Um, and so I guess without further delay, let's just get in to this episode and uh, get to episode 100. Woo! All right, like we do with every episode on the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast, we always start with a K-12 PR tip, a quick tip that's going to help you. Now, this podcast, it's full of quick tips, but my tip today is just make listening to this podcast part of your routine. I promise you, um, it's not the value I give, it's the value you're going to get out of all of the people that you're going to meet every week. There's going to be at least one nugget, probably five, but at least one nugget that is going to make your job easier. And you guys have a tough job as school communicators. So I think anytime we can just like listen and get better, that's awesome. And that's what this podcast is made to do. So please hit the subscribe button. If you've never left me a review, I'd love a review. Let me know that you love this. It helps other people find this podcast and make sure that they take the time to check it out. Um, But whether you listen in the car, uh, whether you listen while you're folding laundry, whether you listen while you're working out, uh, while you're walking the dog, um, maybe when you're supposed to be in a meeting and you're listening to me instead. No, don't do that. Okay, don't do that. But um, it's literally 30 to 40 minutes a week um, that can just kind of fill your cup and give you some inspirational ideas. And so that's my tip for today. And I hope that, you know, we're going to be here for a lot more episodes. Um, so you can just keep tuning in every single Monday morning, a new episode drops and you're going to meet, get to meet a new person. So, um, all right, let's get started with today's podcast uh, with uh, 10 tips from our listeners. 
All right, let's dig into these 10 tips from our listeners and followers, um, some of our clients uh, from uh, literally around the world, uh, but they're going to be just sharing some of their best strategies that they've been able to implement at their school. Um, I'm going to break in just after each one with a quick note, uh, but first up, let's listen to John. Uh, John Casper, Winona Area Public Schools in Winona, Minnesota, and I am the communications coordinator. Uh, the most impactful thing I've learned uh, from Andrea's podcast is uh, I have learned that I am not alone. Uh, working in school communications can be a pretty lonely feeling at times, especially for those of us who are new to this profession and are in one-person departments. Each episode is a reminder that there are so many others out there who are just like me. Every new episode is a chance to meet a new coworker in a way, and that new coworker will challenge me to be a little bit better than I was before I met him or her. When you are trying to find your way in a second career, that is a very powerful thing to have, and it shows up in my iPhone every week for free, all thanks to Andrea and the community that she has built. Congrats, Andrea. Here's to hundreds and hundreds of more episodes and more coworkers for me to meet. Thank you so much, John. I agree. I hope I'm here for hundreds and hundreds of more episodes because I have a lot more words to use. Um, John meets people every single week and he realized that he's not alone. I love that he actually mentioned that it's his second career. How many of you listening right now, school communications was not your first, uh, you know, your first choice, right? We, we've started in a lot of different ways. And so I love that he um, is able to meet so many new co-workers on this podcast, and I sure hope you can as well. Um, John has an amazing story. He has done some amazing things at Winona, and I just want to give him a shout out because he was interviewed uh, in episode 87, uh, Family Connections, Building Trust and Relationships. He really talked about that. And so I just want to encourage you, if you want to hear more from John, um, listen in to episode 87. But now let's uh, listen to Sadie. Hi, my name is Sadie Fisher, and I'm the Communications and Community Engagement Specialist for Community of Peace Academy, which is a charter school in St. Paul, Minnesota. I've learned so many helpful things from Andrea, but one that was a real game changer for me has to do with video. Andrea shared that not all videos need to be professionally polished. I tend to be a perfectionist, and since I don't have capacity to make very many fully edited and polished videos, I ended up making only a couple videos throughout the year. But Andrea pointed out that when people are on social media, they're used to videos that are like taken with phones. Um, they're used to seeing things like like shooting vertically or walking around while filming, and that sometimes those things can actually increase viewership. So this tip really empowered me, and I was able to let go of my perfectionist hangups. So now I do a video each week, and our community has a better window into the amazing things that are happening at my school. The videos are usually just glimpses into the daily life of our school, like a snippet of the choir practicing, or first graders playing a FIED game, or students telling about a project they're working on, or teachers waving to the buses at dismissal. Um, we do have more polished videos that we create when needed, but this takes off a lot of pressure on me and it adds a lot of engagement for our school. So thanks, Andrea, for this helpful tip. Raise your hand if you can relate to Sadie. You are a perfectionist. You know, you kind of get caught up in wanting to make these elaborate videos. 
but she really let go of that perfectionism. And I love that she's actually able, her goal is once a week that she's sharing a video and she really does give a glimpse into what's happening. She shared a lot of examples of simple things that you can do. So I hope that this causes you to take some action and realize that you don't have to have the perfect video. Um, it's just great to get it out there. Um, also mention that, you know, Sadie is uh, from a charter school. We have followers from public schools, charter schools, private schools, um, Christian schools, all sorts of schools, K-12 that follow this podcast. Um, Sadie's doing a beautiful, beautiful job there um, at the Community of Peace Academy. All right, now let's hear from Jill. Let's see what she's got to tell us. Jill Salmon from Hermitage R4 School District in Hermitage, Missouri. I am the business teacher and FBLA advisor and just have a real passion for school PR and have kind of taken on that role for our school district. I became acquainted with Andrea about nine months ago when I took a boot camp of hers and am so glad and it was the best decision ever. I have learned so much from her. One of the most important things is that what I'm doing and what we're doing with school PR is necessary and needed and needs to continue even on a grander scale. She's taught me how to organize my time using a calendar with the posts that we're making, scheduling posts, sharing ideas. There's just so much that I've gleaned from Andrea. Thanks for the love, Jill, and you are doing a great job there in Missouri, wearing a lot of hats um, in addition to the social media. Um, and you're right, storytelling is needed. And she gave a lot of tipful, tips, you know, how, how to organize her time and scheduling. Um, Jill what did... Jill did mention that she was part of our boot camp program, um, which is one of the services we offer. The next boot camp is happening this summer. Um, it's filling up fast. And so if you want to learn more about that boot camp program, um, you can check out the show notes and grab the link there or just head over to my website and go to services. Um, but it's a great spot to learn. Um, in five short weeks, uh, you'll be amazed at how far your social media can come. So great job, Jill. Uh, now let's listen to uh, Amanda. Amanda Keller, Weston School District, Casanova, Wisconsin, Social Media Director. I have learned so many valuable lessons from Andrea and her team at Social School for EDU. Here are just a few. Number one, don't be afraid to try something new. I was terrified of trying reels and Andrea pushed us during a work session and now that reel that I posted during that session has over 400,000 views. Number two, post videos natively to each platform. It takes extra time, but it's worth the reach that you're going to gain in the long run. Number three, share your metrics and your growth of your social media with your staff. They are more willing to send good content if they know the impact that it has. Three for the price of one. That was great tips from Amanda, who's in a small, small school district in Wisconsin. And she is the social media director there and uh, is doing amazing things. We love it when small schools can have somebody dedicated to school PR. And oh my gosh, over 400,000 views on a reel. It's a, that's a really big deal. Um, and so way to go, Amanda. All right, now let's hear from Anandita. 
Hi, I'm Andy from Okanta Unified School District. The best tip I received from Andrea's group was using those social media stickers on the main doors of our school. And it really created the impact we were hoping for. Our engagements are up and our parents are happy. Thank you so much for this fabulous tip. All right, if Anandita sounds familiar, it's because she was just interviewed on episode 96, and it was a great conversation. She has done some beautiful, beautiful things for Okano Unified School District. So what Anandita is talking about is the signs, basically they're stickers that go on the main entrances of your door that give um, everybody who walks in your hashtag and then your Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter URLs uh, so that they know where to follow you. I one time went into a coffee shop and saw that they were on the doors and I'm like, that's a really good idea. We should do that at our schools. And so now we actually provide those to every school we partner with when we do full management. Um, we do full management for almost hundred schools across the country and have done dozens and dozens more now that uh, do it themselves. Um, but we make sure to always put those stickers on the door. Um, they can be purchased at very low price at any local sign shop. Um, and I'll, uh, in the show notes, um, I will include the uh, article that kind of describes the sizes. So you can learn a little bit more about those signs. But I love that that tip has helped you and Okano Unified School District. All right, now let's hear uh, from somebody around the world here, uh, Joanne. This is Joanne Bell. I'm the marketing coordinator at Maple Leaf International School, which is located in Trinidad in the West Indies. Um, I would like to thank Andrea and her team for making me more aware of Facebook Live and how useful it can be in growing our followers and our likes on Facebook. Um, one of the first things I did was a Facebook Live of our morning assembly with the singing of the national anthem, which we start our day off. And more recently, I decided to do a Facebook Live event of an art exhibit that the students were putting on. But we are not allowed to have visitors in the school at the moment because of COVID-19 protocols. And we did a Facebook Live walkthrough of the event where parents and family members and anybody in public could have viewed the um, exhibition. So that went really well. And I think the students appreciated being able to share their artwork via the live event. Other than that, I don't know how else the parents would have seen it unless we had photographs, but still it was a great solution. So thanks to Andrea to opening up the idea to me to do Facebook live events. I love it. Truly opening the walls of your school through a free tool called Facebook Live. You guys, it can be scary. And Joanne was probably nervous the first time she tried it too, but she did it in all school assembly. She did the art exhibit. Think of all the ways that you can really let people feel like they're there. Um, and the best part of what she said was the kids were so proud because they still got to share their artwork, explain it, all of those things. Um, so that's awesome. I hope that you are using Facebook Live in your district. All right, now let's uh, flip to a different platform that Grace is going to talk about. Let's let's hear from Grace. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Grace Sism, and I'm a commun the communications director for the Hilton Central School District outside of Rochester, New York. The most impactful thing I've learned as a social school for EDU member is how to untangle our district's LinkedIn page and gain access to it. 
I'm sure many districts are in the same position as ours in that we are desperately trying to find qualified candidates for our open positions. I knew I had to get LinkedIn up and running to start advertising these positions and growing our network. I participated in LinkedIn skills and work sessions and it was so helpful. I think our page looks pretty good if I do say so myself. Thank you to Andrea and her team. Once again, who can relate to Grace? We are struggling with um, staffing, right? And LinkedIn can be a great spot, not only to post job postings, but also to celebrate all the great things happening at your school. Um, Grace mentioned that she is part of our membership group and where we did some specialized training on LinkedIn, really working together to, um, you know, up the quality of your page for your school on LinkedIn, giving some great ideas. Um, and so that's, uh, that's part of that membership group. Um, and if you're interested in that, uh, we would love to have you come on board. Um, there's information in the show notes and also you can head over to our website. Um, but I love that and keep up the great work, Grace. All right, Jamie's got a lot to say. She's a big, big fan. Let's, uh, let's introduce you here to uh, great Jamie Brace. Hi, I'm Jamie Brace, and I'm the Communications Director for Claremore Public Schools, home of the Claremore Zebras, and mind you, red and white zebras. That's a long story. But in addition, I'm also here to talk to you a little bit about um, my relationship with Andrea and Social School for EDU. One of the things, um, actually, I've been a member since I think February of 2018, so several years. So the numerous um, information that she has given me and skills and tips and motivation, um, brainstorm ideas, all of those things, it's really hard to put that into one tip that she has provided me over these years. But after lots of thought, actually kind of a month, because this is the 31st and I'm just now doing this, is the ability to build a team, create a village. And that can be a formal one or an informal village. I had a new superintendent that has gotten on board. And so he allowed me to create what we call our communication cadres. They get a small stipend, but there's one at each site. And we kind of use them to get all of our stories and help kind of be the point person at those um, sites. During COVID, we had a distance learning Friday, so we were able to meet once a week um, to kind of train them. And in addition to that, I use a lot of Andrea's training, her skill sessions to um, show them and talk about. We brainstorm ideas, we coordinate campaigns, we um, see, gather photos, whatever it is that we need, they're my people um, to use at each site. Now, that's my formal one. I also have informal ones, the teachers, um, peers, people I've worked with over the years that I also get information from. So it's kind of my informal team that I can reach out to in a pinch to get that information. So if you do anything else, I would recommend following her advice and build a team. I love how Jamie was able to pick out one tip. Jamie, I am so, so proud of you. Um, Jamie is the goal master that usually has 20 goals that she's working on. So I'm really proud that she could pick one. And she picked a great one, you guys, building a team, creating that village. I'm so proud of that communication cadre program um, that she has. 
Uh, they do get a small stipend, one from each building. Um, you guys, you can't do this job alone. You cannot be everywhere all the time to everyone. You have to build a team. So whether that is somebody that gets paid or whether it's that informal team of re really empowering your staff, your, your um, sometimes students, uh, your, your administration team, um, really great stuff. And Jamie has a lot more to say. Um, I introduced uh, her to all of you in episode 62. So if you want to go back and learn more more from Jamie and what she's done um, with her program and that team that she built. We talk a lot about that in episode 62. All right, now I'm really excited for you to meet Lisa Waldart from Loyal, Wisconsin. What do you got, Lisa? The best or most impactful thing I learned from Andrea, well, it is certainly very hard to pick just one. The amount of resources she makes available is unbelievable. She's encouraging, helpful, and so upbeat. That being said, I would have to say the best piece of advice that I've taken away is that you just need to keep telling your story. Get out in your school, check weekly bulletins, ask around, see what's happening in your classrooms and in your school. It is truly amazing the ideas teachers and staff members come up with that become your best posts. A great picture tells an amazing story and gets lots of views or comments. Thank you, Andrea, for that and so many other great ideas. Thank you, Lisa. Yes, keep telling your story. There's so many good things. And you never know what's going to hit with your audience, right? Um, you could put all this time into an elaborate story and maybe it falls flat. And then uh, just suddenly a picture of, you know, a student tying another student's shoe uh, all of a sudden goes a little bit viral and reaches thousands and thousands of people. You never really know. So just keep telling that story. All right, we're already to tip number 10. Last but not least, Natalie, what do you got for us? Hello there, Natalie Eiding coming to you from School District of South Milwaukee in Wisconsin, just south of the city of Milwaukee. I am by day elementary special education teacher and within the cracks of my day and by night, I am one of the social media managers and lead for the district. The most important thing that I've learned from Andrea over the years is just the when, why, and how to use social media to understand the idea that it is not a bulletin board, that the intent and purpose is to share the stories happening behind those classroom doors to your community is the most impactful thing that we have learned as a district. When to use your primary mode of communication versus social media has made it so that we are truly sharing the story um, of, of all the great things that are happening. So I hope that you're learning lots too. Thank you, Natalie, another person who wears a lot of different hats. She's actually a special ed teacher, but she's a social media ninja there at South Milwaukee. We've worked with their school district for a long time. Um, and I love what she shared. Um, you know, not, not everything belongs on social media. It's not just a bulletin board. It's the celebrations. And I really talk a lot about what she's chatting about in episode 91, uh, five reasons not to post everything on social media. So if you want to learn more about what kind of Natalie Natalie's talking about, tune in to episode 91. All right, there you got it. You got 10 tips from 10 different listeners um, on podcast 100. You guys, I am so, so very thankful that you are listening to this podcast. 
I believe in the stories that our schools have to tell. And that is what gets me up in the morning every day. It gets me cheering you guys on. It gets me so fired up to see the impact that you're making, not only for students and staff, but to parents and that engagement. Let's be here for another hundred more episodes or more, maybe hundreds and hundreds, right? I'm not going anywhere soon. Um, if you can tell one person about this podcast, um, that would be such a gift for me on episode 100 and my birthday. Remember, today's my birthday. Um, I love it. Um, thanks for hanging out with me. I promise next week we got another great episode. Um, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And if you have not listened to the first 99 episodes, most of that content is really timeless, you guys. And again, one little nugget that could make your job so much easier is waiting for you in those episodes. So I hope you will listen. Until next time, guys, keep telling those stories. Bye-bye. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you learned a lot from this episode of the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast. Every week, I pick the brains of experts across the country to bring you the best tips and tricks to make your school social media shine. If you were inspired today, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And when you have a moment, please leave me a review so I can reach even more social media rock stars just like you. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. But before I sign off, I have one more message for you. I know you want to be a rock star social media manager for your school. In order to do that, you need training and support. But time and resources are scarce, which can be incredibly frustrating. I believe that social media should be the last thing that causes you stress. I also understand the pressure you feel to run social media effectively which is why I built a community to support you. The Social School for EDU membership program helps school social media managers develop a system to save time and headaches, build content that lasts for months, set boundaries to provide some work-life balance, feel supported and less alone, get answers to your questions 365 days a year, and access continuous training for the ever-changing social media platforms. Go to socialschoolforedu.com right now. You'll see information right on the homepage about this membership program. It's designed to be affordable for any school's budget. Got questions? Give me a call or shoot me an email. That information is also right on my website. I can't wait to hear from you. And once again, I'm your host, Andrea Gribble. And until next time, keep telling those stories.